Mic check, mic check. Mic check, mic check. You already know the vibes. The vibes are live. This is your host, Sir Juice Got Keezes, and I'm here with Lord Juice. Yep. Hey, man. How was your weekend, man? How every, everything go, man? How was your time in Nashville, man? I know you came by. It was it was cool, man. You know, had to come down there, see my family, my mom, most importantly, for the Mother's Day holiday. So it was great. That's uh yeah, so, I mean, I enjoyed it. Got to eat some food I hadn't ate in a long time. Got to see some homies I hadn't seen in a long time. So, it's always good to come back home and visit whenever you can. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's good, man. At least you got to spend time with your mother, man. I'm kind of sad because I didn't get to spend time with my mother uh, for Mother's Day. Because of, Seriously? Yeah, I, didn't go, I couldn't really go back to Georgia. Because we have yeah. a big week. Actually, we have a really big week of work coming up this week. Because the vice president of a company that I work for, like, the whole entire thing. You know how big that company is. That company is, like, worldwide. <laughs> so, sure. VP coming by. So, I have to. we had to get the store all rearranged. We've been fixing up the store. We've been working all day and stuff. So, yeah, man. So, I wish I was able to go down to Georgia, though. So, I definitely made it up, though. I got her something nice, though. But I really wish, yeah. I'm going to try to go visit her, though, really soon. But, yeah. I didn't really do much, yeah. though, this weekend. But go ahead, bro. Got to go see mom. And any chance you get, uh, you know, I feel like we should take more time out as black men to appreciate our mothers um, if they are in our lives and also our fathers if they're in our lives because you never know when it might be the last time you get to speak to them or see them. So take full advantage of that. And anybody that's listening, like, always take advantage of being able to see your loved ones as much as possible Um, because you never truly know when – Last time you see him. You know, yeah. It's, it's real, though. That is true, man. You gotta, yeah, you got to cherish every, everything, man. You got to cherish, cherish every moment, every interaction, everything, man. Got to. So, that's a very true statement, man. Always stay in touch with them. Always, you know, always talk to them. That's one thing I kind of went through, man. Uh, Back in the fall time, my uncle passed away. And, I mean, it kind of hurt me, but he was in a bad state, though, but one thing I was happy that I was happy I was able to talk to him on his birthday because it was like a week after he passed away. So I'm just like I was happy I really got to talk to him. So that was like it wasn't really much though. It was not it's not like I wanted him to pass away though. It's just like, you know, what I mean I had the opportunity to say, you know, all every the last time we talked it was a it was a good thing. It was a good thing to talk. That's basically what I'm trying to get to. Most definitely, man. That's all you gotta you gotta remember the positive and not always the negative, you know. Oh, yeah. I feel like as people in general, we we socialize and, and, and we we over importantize. Is that a word? Importantize. <laughs> uh, we put too many emphasis on the over- negative pro- things. Prioritize. Yeah, that's we, a better we, we word. Probably. <laughs> important, importantize. Um, I don't think that's a word. I think I just made that one up. It sounds good, but. <laughs> Um, but you know, I feel like we just put too much emphasis on the negative that's going on, whether it be in our own personal lives or in our negative lives, like not our negative, but, um, in the, in the social life of the world, you know, we're so caught up on everything negative that people are doing rather than what people are positive. Um, and I think one, that's one downfall that we have as a society and also as people, um, we much rather glorify what negative or what heinous or harmful things that someone's done 
and you don't really highlight the good that that person's done. You don't understand, like, that person could be doing good their entire life, and then, boom, you think the one thing they want to hear about that they're being glorified is what they've done negative? I mean, that messes with people's mindset, man. So I feel like we should take it. We should take the negative with a grain of salt and glorify and idealize um, the the positive that people put out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sometimes people don't really look at it, though, at, like this, though, the way I'm about to put it. They don't ever really think about the worst thing that ever happened to me. Probably might have been the best thing that happened to me. It's not really good to say it like that. It, or like, I mean, it depends on what the situation is, first of all. Depends on what the situation is. But, like, no, just say, like, a, I guess a breakup, man. You get sad over it and you feel like it's the worst thing that ever happened. But holy shit, bro, that might have been the best thing that could have happened to you. Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. Like, different opportunities could open up. You could be able to, like, do the things that a lot of stuff could happen. A lot of stuff could happen. So, I mean, yeah, people need yeah, we need to uh, take the things that go wrong in life, like, with a grain of salt, though. But it's crazy how you say that whenever we talk about somebody, they always want to bring up some negative. The negative thing yep. is, like, really, like, the most important thing that gets, like, shown. You know what I mean? But go ahead. No, I was just going to pick off that. Um, like, we as a society, like, we gossip a lot. Men gossip, women gossip, women gossip. But at the end of the day, like, the conversation never starts out as, well, let me tell you what good this person did. You know, let me tell you about what such and such did or what what such and such was about to do. And I don't think that was a good idea. He shouldn't have did that or she shouldn't have did this. And it's like, fuck all that. <laughs> you know, like, what what about you? How would you feel if somebody started talking about the negative in your life? Talking about, I don't think that was a good idea, bro. You should that. I wouldn't have did that. No, that's just people, though, man. That that I guess that strikes conversation, bro. It gets people going. It gets people talking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Play that trumpet for the real niggas. What's up? 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 Uh, I'ma make sure they remember me Cause I walk around without an enemies I'ma make sure that they feeling me So I walk around with a new lemon squeeze Everybody know I am from outer space So you know the aliens be sending me Yes, I walk around pocket, got bank account If you wanna catch up, me like 10 of me Now statistically, I can win every time But you know the score probably like 10 to 3 And them three times that I had to take a L I remember them boys try to finish me Say we brought a word up for like 50 L's They say, how you keep all of that energy? Cause I can't go back to the hood Where them niggas could send at me I remember living right next to my enemy now I got too much money, I could blow up your whole facility Yeah, getting too much money, I can build me a new facility yeah. I fucked her three times, so I call that girl on my trinity uh, In no time, I would never ever let them sentence me And in no time, gotta duck off, cause these niggas would love killing me What's up? Don't deal with the lies and the frost That's why I don't get involved What's up? 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 
what's up? Uh, I'ma make sure they remember me Cause I walk around with all the enemies I'ma make sure that they feeling me So I walk around with a new limit squeeze Everybody know I am from outer space So you know the aliens be sending me Yes, I walk around pocket, got bank account If you wanna catch up, me like 10 of me Everybody know I come from outer space I got racks with me, you do not wanna race I got enemies, so niggas gonna hate Get that send me on me, get you out my way Get a new bitch, kids every day Had the new bitch, kid on the cake Had that limit squeeze for the trigger play Got some red talk shit on the way I got Koreans, Japanese, Rose gold diamonds Single in hand, cops tryna arrest me I'm gone in the wind, you cannot catch me on none of my friends, you know that rich man cost me a bins, you know we get it popping on my end, you see these blue face bitch you man, see the way these diamonds send out the list, you know we coming in number one, you know we gon' kill the whole summer too, you know I'm blowing up like an atomic bomb, you know it ain't nothing to do, I'm stepping, I'm stepping in one on one, Marjola's got me walking on the moon, all this money got me like a monstrous, drinking yellow, feeling like a taco, what's up, what's up, What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Uh, I'ma make sure they remember me Cause I walk around with all the enemies I'ma make sure that they feeling me So I walk around with a new limit squeeze Everybody know I am from outer space So you know the aliens be sending me Yes, I walk around pocket, got bank account If you wanna catch up, me like 10 of me They start comparing and stuff. I don't know. It's weird, weirdo stuff. But that's also cool. Like not cool that you said that, but it's also good that you said that because that kind of gets me on the topic of um, what's it called Kevin Samuels, man. How recently he passed in the news. Uh, they said that he was unresponsive with a woman. Uh, yeah, unresponsive, and you know what I mean. He never woke back up. He passed away. So crazy enough in the media. This man is treated like the devil himself. Oh, yeah, for sure. I ain't gonna lie to you. Me, I saw his... I never really... What really changed my opinion on Kevin Samuels is when he went on the Joe Budden podcast and had a podcast with him and Joe Budden. I really suggest everybody check that out because this is actually a really good podcast because Kevin Samuels, bro, after that, I actually started watching the shows. And like I, and like everybody says, you know how social media goes. It's just basically like highlight uh, football highlights, man. They can make the game as they can make the game as uh, good as uh, look as good as it as they want it to if they edit it the right way. All you gotta do is just clip things of Kevin Samuel saying that's so disrespectful. Don't listen to a whole entire conversation. You don't even know how they even got to that point of him calling uh, saying the things about the the person that he's talking about. So, I when you actually watch the video, this man is actually making sense. He's actually telling people all basically what he's saying is the problem is not the outside, the problem is yourself. If you feel like there's yeah. something wrong with you, you change it. That's all he that's basically what he says. You know what I mean? If you don't feel like you're um you deserve something, then what makes you think you deserve it by your act by what you're doing right now? That's basically what he says. And people are feeling so offended by that. And it makes me think, what is what is wrong with self accountability? Self-accountability, oh, that's, um, that's real tough because <laughs> I know a lot of people that don't, they don't really like to, to, to answer that question. But um, I would say in my eyes, like and, and generally speaking for me, self-accountability would be, uh, 
it would be just realizing everything that you do, whether it's good or bad, and saying, you know what, this was my choice. I'm doing it based on what I wanted to do and make me feel. And being responsible, you know, um, I feel like and a lot of it can, can be put into more general, for the lack of better terms, uh, relationships, you know. I know we always kind of find our way segueing into that, but, you know, I think that was that we, we going to do a little, we're going to put our, our Kevin Samuels in, in our hats. You feel me? Oh, so time? he was really big on, you know, what have you done to make yourself available for somebody to actually care for you, how you want them to care for you. And when you look at relationships, nine times out of ten, and it doesn't it doesn't have to be an intimate relationship. It can be a, a relationship between you, a friend, your parents, a pet, you know, just just a multitude of things. But when you look at it, it's like a lot of people when they do something bad, they they don't want to be told that they've done something bad, like. They want to deflect. They want to say, well, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have done this. Or if it wasn't because you had said this, this wouldn't have happened. Well, you have to look at how it all started. What did you do to allow that reaction out of that person for you to become so defensive when they were telling you, when they're only trying to help you better yourself? Yeah. I feel like when you tell a person about themselves, they automatically assume that you're trying to correct them or you're trying to tell them how they need to live their lives. And it's not so much about that. It's about us having to be open-minded to understand the fact that, okay, I did something wrong. I need to be able to fix it because at the end of the day, what I did is still wrong. It needs to be fixed, if that makes sense. Yeah. So um, that to me right there is just – it's it's – you gotta, you for real deal have to know when it's okay to say, you know what, I fucked up. What can I do to fix my fuck up? Like, I know people are get me sideways. I'll say this that at the end of the day, it's not think about me. It's about what I can do to better myself. And I, that's just my look at it. Like, you gotta be willing to to realize that, okay, there's an issue, or it doesn't even have to be a bad thing. It could be something good. It could be, well, I did this today, you know what I'm saying, and I'm going to keep that up, and I'm going to hold myself accountable. I'm going to hold myself to this. Like, for instance, like, we're in our 20s. We're young. We just we graduated college not too long ago. The struggle for us, wouldn't you say, would be saving money? Yes. Yes. So if you look at it, we can sit here and say, you know what? Well, this week I'm only going to spend a hundred dollars. Like after my bills is paid, after this, that, and that is paid, and I don't put some money up, I'm only spending a hundred dollars. And let's say you decide, you know what? I'm going to go out. I'm going to go hang with some friends, but, and you, y'all go get drinks or whatever. You only spend $50 and you looking at yourself you're like, you know what? I told myself I wasn't going to spend I wasn't going to spend more than $100, and I spent 50 I'm So I can hold myself accountable for it. 
I, I set a plan, I made a plan, and I told myself this is what I was going to do. I didn't let nobody alter that, and I didn't let myself alter it. I did exactly So that's the self-accountability, being able to hold your standard that you want to be held at. I see. I'll be fucking up at that shit sometimes. I ain't gonna lie to you. I can, I can, I'm self-aware that I know that I'll be fucking up on that shit, honestly. I really know I'll be fucking up on all that, trying to be able to hold myself, uh, be self-disciplined sometimes, you know what I mean? Like, I understand that there's some habits I have, like, I gotta stop doing that because that's the reason why such and such is happening. So as soon as I cut that, uh, the habit out, but it's something I just got, it's something you practice, basically. You practice it. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, I definitely catch myself honestly slacking sometimes. You got to be disciplined, bro. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's that's why I feel like it all starts like your body will follow what the mind does. But if your mind isn't trained to be disciplined enough, you will allow yourself to fall in any kind of situation that you feel like is right at the moment. You won't think about it. You won't. You won't give it a second thought. You'll just say, you know what, I'm going with it because there's nothing wrong with that. But also at the same time, you have to realize like sometimes you need that second judgment. <laughs> sometimes you need to be able to tell yourself like, oh, I got a little bit of money, but I don't think I want to go spend it right now. Homies on your like, bro, come out, come out, come out, and it's like I really don't want to. And it goes back to the point that we talked about last pod. It was if your homies are pressuring you to come out, and you're like, you don't want to, you don't want to. I want to do things on my merit. Now you feel like you're letting somebody down. Yeah. So that's where you got to be disciplined enough to say, you know what, bro? I fucks with y'all. I fucks with y'all heavy. But, you know, like, I just don't think financially that's something I can indulge in right now. Yeah, It's not that I want people to take pity on me. It's just that I'm trying to go a different way in my life. I'm trying to make something out of myself. I'm trying to, I'm trying to save a little bit of money. So on the days that I get sick or... Yeah, my car breaks down. Like, I got money to do what I need to do. Via text, you know that means I'm broke. What'd you say? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's black people terms of saying, bro. That's, that's a black smart way of saying, bro, I'm broke. I ain't doing it. <laughs> I, mean, I ain't doing it. Yeah, I'm broke. <laughs> I'm, I mean, because you can tell the person you broke, bro. You ain't broke, bro. You, get, you stay with money, bro. <laughs> nah, bro I'm broke. <laughs> But when you break it down to another person like that, it's like, okay, bro, really not trying to do it. Like, think about it. If you were, like, just like, for example, um, earlier we started off the, the pod talking about how I came to Nashville. Well, what y'all don't know is me and, and, and the juice guy right here, we went and saw uh, a film that we're going to discuss later on. We're going to discuss but, it next, actually. Yeah, so... Um, at the time, you know, I had funds, but I was thinking from a standpoint of, okay, I want to see this film and I want to go see it with Brody. You know what I'm saying? So what can I do to make sure that we see it at the same time? Because he's my homie. You know, we kick it. We kick it tough. I always have been and I always will be. Anytime I'm in the city or anytime he's up here, it's always love. No, it- so we, um, I asked my man, I was like, yo, can you grab me a ticket? I, I'll send you the bread for it, but can you grab me a ticket? Now, financially speaking, like I said, I had I had the funds for it. I just was thinking, okay, it might be sold out. Yeah, you know, so 
before I can get over to the bank to deposit money, let me see if bro go ahead and get me a ticket to the showing. And um, I had to discipline myself. I had to let myself know, okay, before I spend any money, once I've already deposited my funds, um, let me go ahead and make sure I pay Brody. Because even though he did pay for me and he spotted me and we cool, that don't mean I, I don't, if that makes sense. And people will take kindness as, as a strong weakness. because Just because somebody's willing to do something for you doesn't mean that you got to make them feel like shit because they did it for you, you know? Um, but that's how I look at it. Like, I had to discipline myself because there was a million things I could have spent some money on. But I knew that I was trying to go to that movie, and I knew that, you know what I'm saying, you know, when you go out with people that you have a similar mindset with, things are better. Yeah. And I knew that going to go see that film with you, bro, it was, it was going to be a whole hell of a lot better. Because at the end of the day, we can sit right there and we can fanboy about it. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's one thing to fanboy in the theater by yourself, but to be sitting with your homies, like, oh yeah, oh shit, bro, you saw that? Oh, like, <laughs> like, yeah, you're like, excited. You that? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, well, it's always good. You got to be disciplined. Like, you got to know which one to prioritize first in your life. And um, that was one of the things that I wanted to prioritize, making sure that I did right by a person who did me a favor, knowing they didn't have to. So uh, that's that's just how I look at it. Like you really have to be, you have to be self-disciplined. You have to be self-disciplined. You, you have to know when it's time to do the right thing and when it's time to do the right thing. Because <laughs> yeah. you know, even if it seems wrong to everybody else, it's the right thing for you. Self-discipline. Yeah. More, you know, more, more high grounds. Like self-discipline creates morals and like virtue, like all that stuff. You know, I feel like I I seen that somewhere, but yeah, it's all sorts of self-discipline though. Yep. If you're not disciplined, then what? My dad used to tell me all the time. He said, "A man who is not disciplined is a fool." And you know what a fool is? A fool is someone who can easily depart with his money. And I was like, "What you mean by that?" He was like, think a person who is not disciplined will go out and do anything just for the hell of it, right? They'll go out, kill somebody just for the hell of it. They'll go hang with the wrong people for the hell of it. Or they'll go spend X amounts of, of money doing something that won't benefit them. Or they'll go out and not have a full plan as to what they're trying to achieve. And they just do things that gets them in a dead end. Also, um, time your time on this on on this earth you know like your soul like when you do things that mean nothing you're essentially wasting your lifespan you know like and it's it's fucked up that you have to look at it that way because a fool and his money will soon depart and if you look at it what's the biggest thing that we do what's the biggest thing that we spend but we'll never get back huh so I mean that's how that's that's to me that's how that translates into that like you gotta know when it's the right time to do the right thing and when it's the right time to say no to the right so you you know how to spend your currency is pretty much what I'm trying to say yeah definitely 
Yeah, I ain't gonna lie to you. You just gave, <laughs> you just gave me a damn lesson I needed, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. That was a talk. I was over here listening to you like I was, uh, you was a coach and I was a player, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting there just sitting down and listening, thinking to myself, t- listening, like, damn, bro, this, like, damn, this shit. Like, I be getting, like, it's different, bro, when you know, when you, when the homie tells you like that. You know what I mean? Then a per- random person on the damn internet tells you. Yeah, like, you, you're you more susceptible to listening to your homie because you feel like your homie is going to tell you what you need to know and not what you want to know. Yeah. Somebody on the internet is going to try to portray an image for you to let you know good do instead of what you need. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's where a lot of things, a lot of people fall to a misguided end because you listening to a person that don't know nothing about your life. Your life and their life are two completely different things. Just because, let's put it like this. you I grew up in the hood, right? And you grew up in a in a a better in a, in a better class. You see what I'm saying? But just because you grew up in a better in a better environment than where I grew up doesn't mean that we're too far off. It just means that your parents took a some your parents took some choices and paths that mine weren't mine either A had the choice to take or B didn't have the opportunity to take. You see what I'm saying? So we're different. We're different just based off of that. But at the end of the day, what makes us the same is that we're able to relate our differences to help each other. Yep. Like, damn. you can find about your upbringing that probably relates to my upbringing just in a completely different way. Yeah. So. No, that's, that's damn true, though. That is really true. But now, right. segue into mm-hmm. what we saw on Friday, right? Bro, I've seen it again. So that's how you know. First and foremost, first and foremost, I got to ask the question. Do you think this movie was better than the first one? And do you think it was better than No Way Home? Being that that was the most recent film that that production studio has put out. When I look back at it, it didn't really feel. You know what, man? They could have made this into a series, a TV. They could have made it to a Disney Plus series. That's what I'm gonna start off with. Not saying that the film was bad, but the pacing it could have been. There could have been a lot more details. Do you feel like it rushed a little bit? Huh? Do you feel like it was rushed a little bit for what it was? I wouldn't necessarily call it rushed, but I feel like they couldn't put they couldn't put everything they wanted to put in it in a two hour span, two and a half so, hour span. Instead of saying rushed, do you feel like it was lackluster? Because I'm not gonna lie, like I had to go back and watch it again because I felt like there was times where I was so caught up on one scene that I really didn't pay attention to what was going on in the next scene. You know, like my brain was still trying to process it and I like missed out on some things. Yeah. I feel like I feel like I I, I definitely feel like the amount of details like that they wanted to put on, you know, they couldn't because well who's gonna sit in the theater for three hours to watch a movie? And I mean, I would if I know what it's gonna entail, but this for for what it was, it definitely could have been put on Disney Plus. 
I would have much rather than make a Moon Knight movie than what they gave us as far as like they could have switched it. They could definitely could have switched it. I'll, I feel like a Moon Knight movie would have been cold because I feel like a Moon Knight was a little bit kind of dragged out. <laughs> it was dragged out. I also feel like it was rushed for what it was. Moon Knight? Like, yeah, you had to incorporate so much into it. And then, like, the last episode of it, you you finally got somewhat of an origin. Yeah. Like, two episodes, you finally got somewhat of an origin. But, um, so, surprise, motherfuckers, we're talking about multiversal madness. Yes. If you had Doctor Strange. Yeah, those those clues that we were, you know, just dropping out there. But yeah, um, and to all of you that haven't seen, we, we won't spoil it. Well, we're gonna try not to. I'm gonna try not to. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna lie to you, bro. If you haven't seen the movie by now, it's already spoiled. So, uh... <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna tell you right. You have and you don't plan on going to the movie theater. Plenty of websites that you can stream it on. I hate to do it to you, Marvel, but hey, when you make something that good, it's easily accessible to the world. I mean, we're gonna find a way to watch it without paying for it. Yeah, but I'm gonna pay for it regardless, cause you know, Marvel, y'all got me hooked, man. Y'all got me on a tradition. I see every I'm single a- Marvel movie first day. I'm gonna pay for it the first time. <laughs> <laughs> the second time, bro. That's yeah, it's whenever I see it again, bro. That's second it. time is risky. The second time is freaky. I might go in there and, and pay for a child's matinee and go to a completely different movie. Pay four dollars for a ticket, you damn skippy. Hell yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. No, y'all don't sleep on the child tickets, bruh. Y'all... bro. <laughs> hey man, y'all don't sleep on them children tickets, man. Them shits be on the low, bro. I mean, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. Movie tickets have exceeded, bro. They used to be like I remember for a fact they because I, I love movies. They used to be like eleven dollars. Movie tickets used to be like eleven dollars. Twelve dollars at the most. Twelve, it yeah, was, twelve at the most. It now was, it was kids got in free, and then kids above the age of ten it was like six bucks. Senior citizens it was six fifty. Uh, teenagers and I think adults was like eleven dollars. And um, if you had like a college ID, it was like nine. Yeah. But so at certain times of the day, but for the most part, like the price did not exceed ten or eleven dollars. Now movie tickets 16. are fifteen, twenty goddamn dollars, and it's like, bruh, I see why niggas be stealing movies now. Oh yeah, they definitely deserve it. But <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I feel like, I feel bad for the movie theaters though, but. I got me. A, I caught the children tickets. I always, I've been doing that since. Shit, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I've been doing that for a minute, bro. I put this thing on my phone. Go up there, scan it, bro. They don't pay attention, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I just realized, bro. People that work, bro, they hate their jobs, bro. So you might as well just. <laughs> they hate their jobs, but they're not paying attention. They're high school kids that don't give a fuck, bro. Unless you come past that one douchebag. Everybody knows that one douchebag that does the most with their job. Uh, yeah. Anywho. Back to the multiverse of madness. We missed the first uh, sequence of the movie due to the fact I was late. Uh, I, yeah. I, the reason why I was late, though, 
I had fell down. I did not feel good at work when I went to work. So I went to go to go home. I rested myself because I was like, I have to work. I have to actually open and close on uh, Saturday. So I was like, I'm, let me go home early, rest myself, catch this movie, go back home, and go to sleep. And that's what I did. I'm lying. Yeah. I didn't do that. I went out after the movie. But um, not playing. I didn't go out. I don't think I went out. I don't know. But, nigga, I'm going to tell you real reason I showed up late. So, huh? man went home and got geeked. And it took him down all through that. That's why that was the real reason. He was like, don't let this man lie to y'all. Nah, bro, I was. Now, I'm not digging <laughs> geeky for the movie, though. That, I mean, that's a must. But no, nah, I was definitely not. It wasn't. I was. De- I really didn't feel good though. Right? I had to take a nap. I'm already knowing. I wish I. I think I had been on the road for like four hours, four hours. But I was wired, so it didn't really matter. Yeah, yeah. But no. Nah, what you, what's your What's your final What's your opinion on the movie? Uh, my opinion on the movie. Like I said, I've 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 watched it twice. Um, but I have a bad habit of when I'm watching a movie at home that. I've that I've seen or like I know more about it because it's been spoiled. I tend not to watch it. I try to like do other things. Um but I can honestly say the first time I saw the movie on a scale of one to ten, um I would say I'd give it a solid Seven and a half to eight and a half. Only due to the fact that one, it left me not knowing a lot of shit. Um because yeah. I'ma just leave that at that. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot uh, you're not spo- no, we're not spoiling the movie. I forgot I'm like, yo, bro, I'm over here like yo, bro, what's this man over here talking about, bro? Just spit it out. And I was like, damn, we're not spoiling the movie. <laughs> Exactly, so I can't really, you know, see, <laughs> discipline, discipline, man, <laughs> discipline. Yeah, that is discipline, man. Nah, you're right, you're right. Well, so, um, all I'm going to say, I, I, go ahead. I can say I'd give it, I, I'd give it an eight. I'll just round up to an eight and give it a solid eight. For what it was worth, um, production, directing, like, just the frames and how they put everything together, like the artistry behind it. I'm giving that a 10. Visuals but for, for, for the overall plot and the runtime and what they wanted, what you felt like they could have done with the movie compared to what they did, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have to give it a, a solid 8. So 8.5. Nah, just a solid eight. <laughs> solid eight. Uh, I might go around. I might give it a. I'm gonna give it a eight point five. Eight. Okay. Okay. Because I feel like Scarlet Witch carried that movie. She did. She did. But if you notice, one thing I I disliked was the fact that. That wasn't Elizabeth Olsen at every turn. You see what I'm saying? Like, in some frames, you could tell it was a different, a different woman. You know, um, 
but hell, I don't know. It might just be me just paying too much attention to detail. Um, but also, like I said, I've seen it twice. And the second time I saw it, it was uh, streamed online, so the quality of it could have been bad. But, um, <laughs> yeah, but you know, uh, she did. I, I, I can definitely agree that she did carry the hell out of that film. Uh, and I, I honestly thought it was going to be more of a what the fuck has Strange done? You know, for us to be getting the title that we got, Multiverse of Madness, but but honestly, bro, none of this made none of this made sense though, really, because it didn't really connect anything with Loki either. It didn't, and they said that. Well, what what if that was Marvel, like really just throwing us some shit though? Like I'm so confused on what's going on. Multiverse. Did all that stuff happen at the same time? Did Doctor Strange and Loki's thing happen at the same time? Whatever happened? Is there an incursion, right? There was an incursion. Oh, fuck. Never mind. Well, well. But nobody knows, what an, nobody knows what an incursion is. Uh, pretty much. I don't think so. I think that happened after. Because you have to realize, like, the spell in No Way Home um it had already it had already been done so and then the wandavision spell where she got a hold of the dark hold and she was fucking with the um reality that had taken that had taken place i want to say uh that happened beforehand as well, if I'm not mistaken. Eleven. The spell and no way home. It happened before. Hello. I can honestly say that the whole thing with Loki is what caused the problem. For no way home, which caused this problem. If that makes sense. So, what caused? Hold on. What caused this problem? This was caused where we said that it didn't connect Loki. It kind of did. Yeah. I feel like because all of that happened after all this happened after sylvie kills kane correct yeah the first kane well it's supposed to, supposedly supposed to happen because he killed the first kane well yeah he who remains first kane he has to go through every other timeline and recreate himself so uh yeah so she killed him and that fucked up everything and I think with Wanda becoming the scar at the end of WandaVision, that also fucked up the timeline as well. So what did they call it in, in Loki when the timeline is like going off the rails? What, what was it called? 
don't know. I don't know what that was called. I just remember he said, "Ah, damn! What did Kane say? What was it called?" Because Loki, Sylvie, they were an example of it. Anyway, branches, branches in timeline. That's just that's how we're gonna simplify it. So. out there good yeah oh so, yeah I, I went i went this is why you should not smoke cannabis before a podcast <laughs> <laughs> um but no so when she killed king wanda fucked up the timeline by becoming by searching other realities for her kids I think when so boom she was searching other realities the dark hole just helped her find them she searched she was searching but what I think helped her break into that so this is how it ties into Loki that movie ties into Loki is because when Sylvie killed Kane she she pretty much like stopped an absolute point like Kang is supposed to be there in every timeline. And I think when she killed him, it altered the timeline so much that a new Kang came in, which allowed, because like we, we already know, he's pretty much written the timeline. Like everything that's supposed to happen, he, he's written for it to happen. Um, what'd you say? He's basically the author of the whole entire yeah. MCU. Essentially. So... With that being the case, she ends up killing him. That opens up every other possible reality. So that's how the spell fucked up in No Way Home, which also brings us into question how they started asking about the multiverse. Because I think at that point, a bunch of different like universes within the Marvel universe started to collide. Like everything started to blend together. So I guess that's one way I think when she killed off Kane, it just, everything kind of like just blended together, like all realities. And with every reality blending together and its own sacred timeline, then you got timelines from other universes. So other absolute points. So I, I would say that's how it connects. They really didn't come out and say it, but I would say that's probably, like, the best, like, overall, like, explanation for it. I mean, I, and it, my, I trust Kevin Feige. He's gonna make, I hope he makes it make sense. Because it seems like right now they're just freestyling this shit. That's what it feels like right now. This, they what did like, you say? It's just right now, it feels like they're oh, they just freestyling the whole multiverse, bro. The multiverse don't make oh, yeah. no sense right now at all. But it's not supposed to. It's not. It's not. Because if it made sense, we wouldn't want it. We wouldn't want to watch it. Yeah. It's all the story building, bro. That's the one. That's the part we love, man. Facts. But no. So, I got a question. Go ahead. Do you feel like we live in a multiverse? 
what well, they say whenever you dream that's you're in the multiverse you're a different universe ain't, ain't, that, ain't that what they say but no i feel like but I'm talking, oh you talking real life yeah like real life like i'm talking about like in the sense of there are other versions of us somewhere. oh yeah oh yeah i feel like every I feel like every situation there's like a if you remember if you ever okay how am I gonna say this because it makes me it makes my head hurt whenever I think about it. Every decision you don't make, there's an outcome for it, and there's already there's a different. So let's say I went I was on the street, bro, and I took a right. There's also a version of me that could have took that left, that did take the left, and he could be in a different situation, a whole completely different situation. I am for me taking that right. I feel like every little thing we do in life, every thing we say or do or interaction or somebody we meet or talk to or something, there's an already interaction that happened before us. That really what gives us the drive to make us do something or not do something. That's also where you get deja vu kind of too, where you feel like you've done something before because your person in the, multi, the, in the other universe did it before. Does that make sense, or am I just speaking some like, yo, what the hell is this stuff? <laughs> so, I mean, I, I, I agree with that. You know, I, I truly agree with it. Because, like, one, I already feel like everybody has a twin of themselves in some kind of way. Uh... Like you ever just be walking down the street and you you look at somebody and you be like, damn, like I know them, but yeah. it don't be them. Yeah. But it's somebody that looks exactly like them. I feel like that is in this reality, like you were stating, that's the person that made that left instead of that right. Yeah, I can see what you're saying. Like that's yeah, that's the version of you that's doing everything different. Well, not so much differently, but doing the opposite, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of a hard concept to grasp onto, honestly, though. The whole multiverse concept. Because the way I think about yeah. it, though, is just a whole bunch of different possibilities that we've took that we just didn't take. That could have been taken, though. Ooh. That's nice. That makes sense. A bunch of possibilities that... We didn't take, but could have took. Oh shit! I was gonna run a red light. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! You driving? I was like, yo, bro, did he get pulled over? I heard the twelve. No, no, I'm definitely not gonna get pulled over. I was like, that on uh, the podcast. There, there are the police do have someone apprehended right now, but uh, but yeah, so um. Yeah, like that that definitely made sense because like I can't repeat it verbatim because it makes that much sense that it kind of doesn't make sense because we don't know everything about it, but it still makes sense if that makes sense. I think that makes sense because I'm trying to make it make sense kind of in my head, but it makes sense when I said it. Okay, I need to stop saying sense. That shit hurt. <laughs> 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 
no, it was, but it's not for real though. It's just like me. There could be a all right, like uh, I don't even know what to say. I always think about that though. I always think about multiverse. Like that's some stuff I think about in my head, but I just never really speak out because like there's no really. If I start speaking that stuff, I don't really want to come out and be like, yo, people be like, yo, what, what are you talking about, bro? Because people like to really, people don't like to talk about the unknown stuff like that. When you start talking about unknown mm -hmm. stuff like that, they start looking at you like, yo, bro, what you want, bro? So, yeah. I really do feel like that, though. There's like a, bro, like, I always had that thought, like, yo, what else could I possibly have been doing right now if I would have definitely did something different? And I always think, start thinking about that stuff, too, like, because all this stuff is honestly made up in our head anyways. Everything, every situation, literally, what I seen the picture. I said, "You live eighty-five percent of your life in your head. Might as well have like, might as well make it a good space." So basically, mm. you live. Mm. Repeat that. You live eighty-five percent. You live eighty-five percent in your head. You might as well make it a good place. Whew. But when you think that's about it, it's right true. <laughs> that's, that's that's cold right there. But it is true. But it's because it's true. When we sleep, wake up. But like, I don't want to have night terrors when I when I go to sleep of me having just guilt and everything on my chest. You know what I mean? I want to be able to sleep peacefully. I want to be able to wake up peacefully. You know, I be want to be able, like you know. I just want to have like a peaceful mind, bro. Like a good state of mind. You know what I mean? I don't want to have to always be stressing, be worried about the next step. Whereas what else I gotta do and stuff. Like yes, you have to have your goals in order, priorities and stuff, bro. But like, bro, you gotta make your head, uh, your place in your head a good place. Besides that, I don't even know where I was talking about before. What was I talking about before that? <laughs> uh, talking about how, like, if you start talking out loud about multiverse and just different conspiracies, like, people might look at you differently and you'll be like, bro, what the fuck am I talking about? And, like, people look at you like that. So, yep. So, yeah, basically that. You can't really talk about that kind of stuff around other people though but multiverse talk is just like it's all mindset it's just i think it's more imagination than anything but what can't you talk about now like if we really want to talk about it like what questions can you not talk to someone about and have someone look at you crazy <laughs> don't even think about it Person gonna look at you crazy regardless whether they understand what you're talking about or whether they don't. Yeah. Right? So I'm I'm like fuck it. I'll spark a conversation about anything with anybody. Yeah, but also people get offended way too easily, bro. They always got put a sad situation to your st every story, bro. Like, like you could say something, bro, not really intend on that, but they'll just make it into a sad ass story, like compared to something sad that happened to them, bro. Like, all right, bro. Like, damn. I mean, and that's one thing I always wanted to talk about is how people always want to try to trauma bond. Like, I I feel you, bro. Like, there's a lot going on with you, and I understand that, bro. But I'm just trying to enjoy my burger, dog. I don't know why you're telling me this right here at this moment, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's be awkward times when people want to trauma bond. There's a time to do that kind of stuff. But besides that, yeah, that's all. I, was... I, feel, like, I feel like people are soft. That's how I feel. I just feel like people are like really soft and closed minded. That's why they don't be understanding shit. And they want to like, be the That's victim. why they get so offended. Yeah. Like, and I also feel like some people just want to be mad at the world, you know? 
Like, yeah. find anything to be pissed off about. Yeah, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. There'd be some days I want to be just mad, too. Sometimes, like, yo, find me something to piss me off. Like, I'll be trying to get people to piss me off. <laughs> hey, is this There's good? something wrong with that. I mean, if you just wake up one day and you're already <laughs> mad about something, that's different. But if you're looking for people to piss you off, you, my sir, are an evil genius. Because yeah. that's all they do. They walk around thinking of ways... How can this person piss me off? Like, bro, that's, <laughs> that's something you might need to, like, uh, do some inner, inner soul searching about, man. Because I don't think that 85% of your head, <laughs> you want to be a good place. Uh, yo, I ain't going to lie to you, that 50% be catching up sometimes, though. But, uh... <laughs> yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with, you know what I'm saying, being equal. But you, my friend... <laughs> With that one statement, let me know that you are far, far beyond what we can comprehend. He said, some days I'll be looking to be mad and looking for people to be pissing me off. Like, what can this person piss me off about today? This person probably ain't said nothing to you. Literally, this could probably be a scenario. You could walk into your job, the, the co-worker that you fucks with the most, the most now, could say, what's up, bro? Good morning. Fuck your morning, nigga. Bro, what? <laughs> hey, yo. That'd be the wild way to start a day, bro. <laughs> Dude, fuck your morning. Bro, what I do? <laughs> and then you got some people that are really standoffish, so they sitting there thinking, like, damn, I really did something, bro. Did I really do something to him? Uh, like, I realized they ain't gonna say, well, fuck your morning, too. They gonna sit there, and now you don't fuck their day up. But you happy. Cause you mad, you're evil, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're evil. What's that? Nah, bro. I'm playing. I don't. I really don't be doing that though. I used to do that though. That used to be a toxic trait I had, but I don't do that. I mean, I think that's all. I think that's all, guys. At some point in life, man. Like we go through the stage where we're rebellious, and we don't even have to be rebellious. Yeah. And that's one of the things we look for in rebelling. Like, how can I piss you off? and make myself feel good because I'm mad now that you don't got mad at me for <laughs> no apparent reason. Like, you didn't do nothing to me for me to be mad at you to piss you off. And now you mad because I done pissed you off and I'm happy because I'm mad because now you pissed me off. But we, sound like, like some, we sound like some lunatics right now. Yeah, we do, bro. And that's what the world needs, lunatics. We need no, more definitely. people that think outside the box. Damn, man. We do definitely do need that, though. We definitely... Bruh. Thinking of, talking about out the box, have you... Please tell me. I know you say you haven't watched uh, the third season yet. Have I don't know. Have you told me... Have, do you watch Atlanta? Because I feel like I always go back... Uh, I have to pick back up on it. Seriously. Um, for a while there, I was watching it, but I was, like, watching it week by week, and... I'm kind of like an impatient person. So if you tell me something's going to come out at this time on this day and it doesn't, then that's it. Like, I'm over, you know. Uh, but I can say that that's something I have to work on, especially with a TV show like Atlanta. Uh, so I can honestly say wholeheartedly, 
I have not watched an episode of Atlanta since the last time we talked about it. I mean, I ain't, I ain't gonna get mad to you about it. get mad about it though. But I'm just saying, with this season right now, the season three right now, because I want to talk about this ep- latest episode. I'm just gonna give you the gist. I'm not gonna really. I can't really go in depth. Uh, on I, don't, I, I, I don't care. <laughs> I'm type of person. Spoiler or not, I'm still gonna watch it if I'm interested. Oh, I got you. But no, this past episode. Well, just this whole season overall is um. The rapper, he is, you know, the uh, you remember the rapper, the bigger dude, he played in Eternals. Paperboy. Paperboy. Okay, so you know, okay, so you know yeah. names and stuff. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So Paperboy and Earn and Darius, they in Europe and stuff. And the season, the uh, it's been like an off and on season. Like they, there's a, there's episodes that they're in Atlanta, that they're, not Atlanta, there's episodes they're in Europe. And then there's episodes that there's like a parallel, like a, there's a problem with white people going on in Atlanta. <laughs> It's it's super dope how they're doing it this season. Like they first start off with the um okay I don't want to start off with the first episode because I feel like you need to watch the first episode. Episode first episode is like a horror, a horror comedy. Uh, a horror horror comedy. A horror yeah horror yeah type of deal. You know what I mean? So the one of the episodes is like when uh, black people get the reparations. <laughs> hey, I ain't already tell what this is going. Yeah, bro. There's another episode. Or this um, this uh, this black auntie, no, not black auntie, this black uh immigrant um lady, she was uh taking care of a white kid, like taking care of a white kid, and the white kid became like so close with the auntie and the the babysitter and stuff, like he basically started becoming like a low key like a they they're from the Trinidad, the ladies from the Trinidad, so he low key became a Trinidad baby, bro, and it was kind of funny oh, wow. because the white kids are like he's. <laughs> It starts off the season like it starts off with the episode saying, um, hey son, uh, why did you eat your bread? The little kid turned around and he said, It's bland. <laughs> he said, What do you want on it? He said, Can I get some red ma- uh, some red mango curry? I was like, yo, bro, this kid's yo, this kid's from the I A. I was like, yo, this is the greatest season ever, bro. This shit was so funny, bro. <laughs> oh man. But nah. This latest episode though was probably one of the dopest episodes because they they did a trip. They went on a trip. Darius and uh Paperboy went like on a trip. A, like an acid trip or just a trip in general? I think it was like a trip in general, honestly. Uh I didn't know oh, what okay. it was. It was like a cookie. And I think I assume the cookie had shrooms in there, I believe, but I'm not sure. But oh, okay. they took it and Paperboy went on a mean ass trip, bro. Where he ended up meeting up with Liam Nelson. Ooh. Liam Neeson, I mean. <laughs> Bro, and people looking like, yo, what is uh, Liam Neeson doing on uh, Atlanta, the blackest TV show ever? And then he said some real shit on there, bro. It was probably one of the coldest shit. And this is where I want to kind of start the conversation. He said, yeah, you know what? I can't stand you people. He said this in the sh- TV show. I can't stand you people. Y'all try to ruin my career. Because you know the situation where he got canceled for uh, saying the N-word? Well, saying he would kill some mm-hmm. black kid. He said, yeah, I hate y'all. Y'all try to ruin my career. And uh, Paperboy asked him, did you learn your lesson? He said, that's the thing about being white. I don't have to learn my lesson. Mm. <laughs> hey, bro. Mm. I seen that. I was like, yo, that is a bar. That right there is a bar. I just, what? I don't know what to even say. They... I don't even know what to ask after that. But go ahead. Just talk, bro. I don't know what to say after that, bro. Go ahead. 
Well, one, they really don't. Like, so, and for this to be, well, one, I'm going to start it off by this. They don't. And then secondly, to further piggyback off of that, um, they just don't. (laughs) (laughs) They don't have to. (laughs) They don't have to learn a lesson because they're constantly doing something to where it makes it look like it's normal in a sense. Like, because you have to realize nobody else is judging them. No other white person is judging him. Like, like whenever we see it's them, it's only black some, people. It's like literally whenever we right. see them do some shit, it's just like, oh, it's just, I mean, I hate yeah. to say it, it's just, I hate to say this on the podcast, but it's just white people shit. You know what I mean? Just like, it, we always yeah. nudge it off. Like, like we will ask each other, were they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, okay, that's just them. That's what they do. Um, and they probably look at us the same way too, though. But also, I can say this. Um, for that man to be getting paid for that, yeah, he was paid to say it. But the way that that show is, it's very open and it speaks on a lot of the like the taboo and our like world that we don't want to speak on. Yeah, and it focuses in on that um, from all aspects of life. And for him to get on that show and one being okay to say it, and then two being okay to say it because he's getting paid for it, I feel like that's how he really feels. And I feel like that's how they all really feel because you got to think about it. I can go shoot a church up and be walked out of that church with a bulletproof vest on and be given Burger King afterwards. But let me be black and, you know, I'm out here trying to provide for my family in, in ways that may not so be legally and I get locked up for the rest of my life. So he was right. They don't have to learn a lesson because they they gauge themselves off how crazy they can be. Like that's how they that's how a lot of them wake up. How crazy can I be today that I make somebody feel bad for me? And that's literally how they get off on everything too, by using that right there. Yeah. Uh, like I mean, we can we can look at the. I don't know if you've been keeping up with it. I really ain't been trying to keep up with it myself, but we can look at the whole uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case. Yeah. Um, that woman, she's an abuser. Clearly. Straight up and down, like, like it, it, it's, it's obvious. Like, there's no way around it. It's, it's, for what it is, it's plain as day. <laughs> she's an abuser, mentally and physically, you know, and emotionally. Um, but I'm not saying that Johnny Depp is an innocent man either. You see, because like. All we know is what's been publicized. We don't we don't know what that man does. We don't even know what caused that woman to act out in the way that she acted out. Now I'm not saying what she's doing is right, but I believe that there's there's, a reason there's, why there's an action for every reaction. Yeah. And what could he have been doing for her to get the type of for him to get the type of reaction he got out of her? Now he could he could have just been minding his own goddamn business, but I feel like people have a motive for what they do. 
you know, like a person will just tell you, oh, I just did it just because. No, you did it for a reason. You just don't want to tell me what that reason was. You know, like, and to you, that reason could be, it was going to make me feel good. Like, if you think about it, anytime we do something, I did it. I did it just because. You know, we we always use that as the motive, just because. just because. But why do we do anything just because to to add appreciation to our own lives? You know, when, when a person says they go out and they bought a $50,000 house, why'd you go buy a $50,000 house? Just because. It's to add appreciation and value to what you feel like is going to add value to your life. You know, like, and then I feel like with that being the case, it's more so less, well, why'd you go do this, Henry? Because I felt like it just because. But I want you to know how I feel about doing it, though. How I feel now after doing it. I feel like it was wrong. Oh, well, if you feel like it was wrong, you know, da 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 da, this, that, and the third. I'm sick in the head. That's where that goes. Then you do something else. Well, compared to the last thing you did, this 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 really is just a slap on the wrist. Mind you, you could have ran over six old ladies and her grandchildren and said that you, you were going to sleep behind the wheel because you were late for your job. And, oh, that's nothing. You know? Um, so they don't have to learn a lesson. And I feel like that's one thing that won't change. No matter how much money you have, no matter how much, you know, societal rank that you may possess, you won't have to, they they don't have to deal with it. They don't have to deal with the consequences of their actions. So there's no reason for them to learn a lesson no, from anything. Because you know, there are no consequences. Okay, button real quick. He didn't yeah. say, I, I'm sorry, I didn't even mean to say that. He didn't say, uh, we don't have to learn our lesson. He says, we do not have to learn. That's yeah. it. They don't have to learn. So anytime that you do, I mean, and that's pretty much like what's being, what I just kind of like explained. Yeah. If when you go to learn something, right, you go to learn that action because you're either A, intrigued about it, or B, you've had a negative action with it already. You see what, I'm, you see what I mean? So if I don't have to learn that, so prime example. I'm pretty sure your mom told you when a kid, when you were a kid, don't touch that. That's hot. And what do you do? The only way you can find out if it's hot or not is touch by it. touching it. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. So them not having to learn, I don't have to learn that that's hot. <laughs> I know it's hot. I don't have to learn it though, because I already know what the outcome of it is. So if you already know what the outcome of it is, you don't. You, that makes sense you like they know that they they do fucked up shit they know that they shouldn't say certain things but do you think that they care about what's gonna happen after that because they already know they already know they don't care say sorry everything's considered okay with they know what's gonna happen just like uh that 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 country white singer that uh said the n-word he knew what was gonna happen uh, some singer from Nashville. Um, 
But yeah. Oh, he made the song with Lil Durk. He's he's the one that made the song with Lil Durk, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that man, he was he was full aware of what was gonna happen. So he didn't have to learn from it. He he knew if he said that publicly, it was gonna be some issues. So that I think that's more what that that episode was kind of trying to portray in a nutshell. Like, why do I have to learn something if I already know what it's gonna bring? Yeah, that's funny. That it's funny, and that's funny because when uh you look at the TV show, uh. When it was honestly a, he was honestly on a day trip. When then oh, he was sure. in a club, he was in a club <laughs> called the Cancel Club. And the Cancel Club had a whole oh. bunch of black people and stuff in inside of there, and Liam and Liam Neeson was the only white person in there. He was just there having a drink, and then he just he said, that he, "Yeah, I don't like black people. You know, y'all trying to ruin my career." And you know what I mean? That's when he made the statement and stuff, and he just got up out of there. And he was the only white person in there. He was just in there because he wanted to be in there. Yeah, and it's true. I mean, think about it. They they go do things by themselves. If you ever notice, like, an older white guy being in a bar in the middle of the night by himself, just drinking. Yeah. Don't look like he really, like, really don't look too much like anything. He's just got probably on a baseball cap, a jacket, some pants, and probably, like, some flip-flops or something. Prime example. Prime example. So, um... I went to this restaurant in Nashville called Sky Blue Cafe, place that you should try. Uh, and you're into that whole mimosa thing. Um, uh, so it was this guy, and he literally had on pajama pants, <laughs> flip flops, and a jacket, like a pullover. And he was a white guy. <laughs> now, mind you, this restaurant it don't really got too many single tables. Like most of the tables is like, it's a small building. So when you sit with someone nine times out of 10, you're going to be sitting at a table. Somebody's going to be sitting at a table with you. Like damn near that close to you. So this guy, um, I was sitting at a table by myself and he was kind of sort of sitting at a table by himself, but the table was surrounded by other tables. And the guy didn't say a word to anybody. He sat there and ate his food. I, on the other hand, if I'm sitting next to someone, I'm going to potentially peak conversation, you know, something like that. But he didn't say a word. If that makes sense. So, so they, they go places and do things by themselves because they already know what their intentions are. We as black people, the first thing we do when we get ready to go do something, hey, bro, you want to come do this with me? Or, hey, bro, you want to come do this with me? I'm thinking about going to go do this. You're trying to roll. You know what I'm saying? We don't give ourselves the opportunity to go do anything by ourselves. So we have to learn sometimes. We have to learn sometimes that, well, damn, I didn't know Buddy was going to shoot the spot up. Damn, I should have came this motherfucker by myself. So we got to learn. We got to learn because we're too naive to think of every possible outcome. They've already thought of every possible outcome and figured out which one is going to be the best for them at that given moment. See, I, I, I wouldn't really say that I'm on the hand with, do you want to come with me? Because I always go everywhere by myself. Yeah, I mean, we, we have select a few that do it, but, like, I'm pretty sure, like, his your first instinct is like 
okay, I'm going to go do this by myself. But, like, for example, when we went to see the movie, right? Yeah. I knew you were going. But I asked you, hey, bro, it's cool if I come with you. You see what I'm saying? And it could have been in an instance where you could have said, nah, bro, I want to go see it by myself. And I couldn't have been upset with that. Because, one, I'm not seeking validation to go to a movie with you, and neither are you. And also, two, we're going to see the same movie. So we're going to get probably the same gist out of the same movie. In his case, somebody, A, could have asked him. D, nobody asked him. C, he asked someone. Or D, they told him no. So he probably sat there and thought about that. Well, somebody, this person might tell me no, so I'm not even going to ask them, so I'm not going to ask nobody. Uh, somebody could ask me, but if it's not the person I want to be with, then I just don't want to do it because I don't want to interrupt my piece. So I'm going to just go by myself. And if I see somebody there that I know, or if I see somebody that I feel like I want to intrigue in conversation, then that's what I'll do. But I'm not going to go out my way to indulge nobody into my plans and my personal time because that's what it is. It's my plans and my personal time. So they don't have to learn how to be at peace with themselves. A lot of people have to learn how to be at peace with themselves and know how to do things by yourself. So you, my, my good sir, are one of the exceptional few people that I know. Yeah. Like, that want to go do things by themselves. You know, and are content with not talking to a soul. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, hey, that shit funny as hell because I won't talk to a damn soul too, bro. I'll be over there looking like a madman. All eyes on me too, bro. Everybody looking at me like, yo, what's this nigga about to do? Like, nothing. You're looking like a villain, for real. A straight up villain. Like I'm plotting world domination. Yes, so uh, that's just me. That's that's how I feel about it. Um uh, I just feel like we we know but we always second guess. Cause we always wanna see I feel like us in general we are scared to miss out. Like we 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 definitely suffer with FOMO. Oh yeah. Right. And I feel like that's the uh, that's a lot of the reason why we kind of do like we're so big on friendship. Like as our generation gets older, we're so big on like making lifelong friends, like people I can call up. I don't have to talk to you every day, but I can hit you up maybe like once every two weeks and be like, hey, bro, what you doing? Hey, bro, what you got going on? Or, hey, man, I'm thinking about doing this, this, that, and the third. How you feel about it? You know what I'm saying? You want to get jiggy with it or not? So I think that's why we, which is a good thing because, like, I feel like as things progress in life, the the ability for us to make friends and be around friends in public is going to deteriorate because we're in a society where everything is like on a, on a phone or it's on Twitter, it's on Facebook, it's on Instagram, it's on Snapchat. Like we're so in tune with other people's lives. That's how, that's how we call each other friends. Oh yeah. I see something on his story. I'm his friend now. 
You see what I'm saying? Or, oh, she got the same person as X, Y, and Z. Basically, and this girl I know. They're they're basically they you create an avatar basically on the internet and they, that's who they think you are. Yeah. Basically, that's what internet so, is. And that's where I feel like our society, our generation, like, because we're the, I think me and you are the last of the generation where it's, okay, we understand, like, how to be sociable, but we also understand how to be, an isolated social, if that makes sense. Like, I can, me and you can go out to a club or to a restaurant and just talk to people and be walking around. And we can also sit in a room and converse with people over different platforms. Yeah. I think I, so I, I think yeah, that's I where we, we bridge that gap compared to where our parents are just now getting into the whole social media wave. But they don't really understand the ins and outs of it. They think so. My mom, to be exact, she thinks just because someone liked the picture of hers that they trying to get at her. <laughs> I mean, but that's know? all these girls. Like, that's all these. That's all these girls on social but, media, though. But the thing is, my mom, my mom's a widow, and she had she had no reason to be on social media, if that makes sense. Okay. So now she's starting to indulge in it. It's like, oh, why are you liking all my pictures? She'll be like, Tyrell, why are you liking all my pictures? <laughs> like, <laughs> what does that mean? I'm like, mama, he just liked the pictures. I can't really, you know, I can't really tell you why he like. He probably thought they looked good or something, you know? So uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. So it's just like, they don't understand that there are different ways of being formal. And I feel like we, we bridge that gap. Like I can like, I can like a picture, but also when I see you out in public, I might never talk to you ever again, you know, (laughs) like, but also I could never like one of your pictures or your posts and see you in public and be more sociable with you than I am with you over social platforms so and i feel like that's our way to tie it into what uh Liam nelson was talking about on atlanta uh i don't have to learn well we're learning that we don't have to learn we're learning to go with our best yet because we keep a close-knit group of people around us like you said earlier Sometimes it's better to hear something from somebody you know rather than hear it from somebody you don't know. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's what we're starting to do. We're starting to trust ourselves, but we're also starting to trust, well, if it, if it goes along with what I got going on, then I can get behind it. You see what I'm saying? I feel like that's where we're getting better. Because that's just like me, me asking you, hey, bro, can I go to the movies with you? And then you saying, you know what, bro? Man, let's not even go to the movies, bro. Let's go get drunk somewhere. You wanted to see that movie. <laughs> so you might tell me, nah, bro, I want to go see the movie. So there's, there's, 
there's always there's always things to think about. And you always gotta think about each and every outcome. But you also have to look at look at it for what it is. Am I picking something because I'm scared to do it? Or am I picking it because I know what the outcome of it is going to be? So, and they already know what their outcome is going to be. That's why you don't got to learn. If I already know what I need to know about it, why do I need to learn about it? <laughs> or I think I already, need, already know I need to learn about it. Yeah, or I already yeah. assume. Because so. now I can say I didn't know enough. And that's how I get, well, I didn't know enough about it. And I didn't know it was going to make me feel this way. And I, I didn't, I'm not a bad person. It just wasn't supposed to happen like that. I swear I didn't know. <laughs> well, now you know <laughs> that you shouldn't have did that. <laughs> but that don't mean you learn. Because that yeah. means, okay, if you learn. You just didn't learn what we were trying to get you to learn. Now you just learned how to do it and not feel bad about it no more. Oh, yeah. Do it and just not get caught, basically. Yeah, essentially. But, I mean, if you go kill somebody, you better be damn good at killing. I'm not advocating murder. (laughs) I'm not. But if you're going to go kill somebody and you've already got caught once killing somebody, I guarantee the next time you go and do it, you're probably going to be a little smarter at it. And I learned that from GTA. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. What you got for your key to life this week, man? We're going to have to wrap it up, man. We've gone for eight hour, an hour oh. 18. Yeah, man, I noticed. Uh, I was just about to ask you. Uh, I always get mine. You know, so I want to segue off yours, man. So what's yours? Oh, oh shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. Uh, my key to life. Um. Ah, damn! This is a good one. Train every day because we just got off a flag football game. Uh, train not train every day, but know that every you can always get improved. What did they say in Black Panther? What uh, Shiri say in Black Panther? Just because it works Man, does not mean. Do oh, I was gonna say just because it works doesn't mean it can't doesn't be. mean it can't be improved. Yep. That was one of the coldest bars. I, I heard that I was like, shit, that's, that, was, that was cool. <laughs> I heard that I was like, yeah, that's that, a bar. that is a bar right there. <laughs> just because we're just being, can't be improved, man. I mean, just because what you got going on works, bro, doesn't mean it can't be improved. There's always something you can improve. Always a little, something little you can do to make it better, man. You know what I mean? So just for always sure. have that in mind. For sure, for sure. Um, I would have to say mine my key to life for this week would be you are what you know and you are what you don't know because every day is a new day to discover something new. Yeah. That kind of... So. Yeah. I like that one, man. You have a... You have... You ever came up with the outro yet, man? You got something to say on the outro? You got an outro now? Uh, uh, I want to say, uh, you know, stay positive. Love life. Um, and, you know, whatever you do in this world, make sure you do it to the fullest of your ability. Because 
when you go, you want to have a legacy. So that's my outro coming from the Juice Lord. And that's key yeah. because I'm key, and this is the Key to Life podcast. We'll see y'all next week. It's shiggity. <laughs>